is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Harshdeep. And it's Wednesday, the 10th of May. HD, the federal government released the federal budget last night. All 997 pages of it. And for the first time in 15 years, we actually recorded a surplus. Woo! And not just any surplus, we're talking $4.2 billion. Thanks to high commodity prices, strong employment, and a boost in migration. How good. Flux fam, we've done the hard yards and raced through those 997 pages so you don't have to. We'll be running through three of the key initiatives from last night's budget. And if that's not enough, we've done a huge deep dive in the Flux app with videos, articles, and of course, the pod. So make sure you download the Flux app to learn more. Actually, we have three surplus stories today. <laughs> Let's get into it. For our first, the federal government has announced this year's federal budget and the high cost of living was the centrepiece, the piece de resistance. The word cost of living has been dropped more times this year than pandemic in 2021. <laughs> Tell me That's more. very true. I'm going to say it one more time, HG, because as we know, this year, cost of living <laughs> has hit the highest rates of the past 30 years. We're talking higher petrol, higher grocery costs, not to mention a whopping jump in interest rates. So as part of this budget, the Treasurer has announced a $14.6 billion package to address cost of living. That includes one-off payments for 5 million Aussies who will be entitled to up to $500 in power relief. On top of that, job seeker payments jump by 40 bucks a fortnight for all Australians and even more for those over 55 years old. And while this is good news for the most vulnerable in our community, there are questions on what it might do to inflation. So what is the key learning here? At its most simple level, inflation is caused by too much money chasing too few goods. We know that inflation has finally started to slow down. It dropped from 7.8% in the year to December, mm-hmm. all the way down to 7% in April. But that's still pretty far away from our target of 2 to 3%, so we've got a fair way to go. But every time a government gives one-off payments to its citizens, there's a risk of inflation jumping again. Get this, the US Federal Reserve estimates that stimulus during the pandemic contributed to an increase in inflation. We're talking an increase of 2.5 percentage points in the US. And although the size of these cost-of-living measures are nowhere near as large as the stimulus packages, it still kind of gets economists worried. For our second story, the Labor government has announced a $3.5 billion package over five years to revamp the Medicare system and support primary healthcare workers. Lots in store for doctors, going to be a busy period for nurses, so what is the story here? Well, Justin, our primary healthcare services include our GP visits, hospitals and pharmacies. And in yesterday's federal budget, the government announced a $3.5 billion investment into upgrading the Medicare system. That's, of course, to reduce the growing pressures on GP clinics and hospitals. You will wait longer for a doctor than Taylor Swift concert tickets these days. (laughs) The funding will go towards tripling the incentives for children, pensioners and other concession holders. That's 11.6 million Australians, if I'm not mistaken. And not only that, but the funding will boost payments to GP clinics to encourage them to stay open longer. It'll expand nursing staff. And expand the role of pharmacists and paramedics to take the load off GPs. But Aishi, what's actually causing all this pressure on GP clinics and hospitals? Well, there are a bunch of reasons that have been pointed out, but the biggest contributor is the frozen Medicare rebate. So what is the key learning here? The Medicare rebate is a term used for what the government pays to GPs and medical practitioners for looking after us. But here's a dilemma. Despite sky-high inflation, the Medicare rebate hasn't really changed much. Get this. Last year, the Medicare rebate went up by 1.6% to doctors, but inflation, as we know, was up 7.8%. And GP clinics are struggling to keep up with their costs under the current Medicare rebate. So actually, you might have noticed your local doctors no longer offering bulk billing Mm -hmm. because it's no longer commercially viable. 
And there are two major problems with this. Talk me through it. One, people are delaying or avoiding going to the GP to avoid costs. And number two, hospital emergency rooms are being crowded for minor injuries. And this puts pressure on the overall health system. For our third and final story, the Treasurer has announced plans to modernise the economy with a focus on renewable energy and a big $2 billion investment into a hydrogen program. Mmm, this kind of came out of nowhere and it's a bold move. Tell me more about this one. Alright, well as part of our shift to clean energy, the Treasurer announced some big investments in renewable energy. And some big wax for non-renewable <laughs> energy. Let's start with the wax. It's always more fun. The <laughs> government will be able to extract an additional $2.4 billion from carbon-emitting oil oil and gas companies. On the other hand, it's investing $2 billion into a hydrogen program called Hydrogen Head Start. And investing $4 billion into, quote, realising our future as a renewable energy superpower. Very vague. Yeah. Kind of feels like they're not 100% sure about where the money will yeah. be spent. All in all, though, does look like a meaningful shift towards clean energy. So what is the key learning? Move over space race, the next big international race is all around hydrogen. Here's the thing, Justin. Wind and solar can supply electricity to homes and electric car batteries. But there hasn't been a real alternative to reduce carbon emissions in the manufacturing industry yet. But hydrogen is the great green hope. The idea would be to replace coal with green hydrogen. And governments around the world believe hydrogen could become key to driving industrial growth. So much so that the US announced 7 billion USD in funding for the hydrogen economy. And Australia is now playing a bit of catch up. Fluxam, we have done the hard yards. We've done a huge deep dive in the Flux app. We're talking videos, articles, and of course, the pod as well. So make sure you download the Flux app to learn more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.